Welcome to another episode of That's Dicey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Xavier. Today, we're going to set up for our Blaze in the Dark game. A little bit. Just a little bit. So the idea is, is uh, there's this game called Microscope. And to the people at Microscope, I'm not faithfully following your game. I'm using it as a template to help me build this thing that we're building. Uh, so what we're going to start off with is... We're going to go over the assumptions, the base things that fit into the game of Blades in the Dark that we have to maintain, and then we're going to slowly build out stuff in the world for Blades in the Dark, for our Blades in the Dark game. You know, characters, factions, places, things, and then over the next little bit of time, I'll be throwing that into our one more multiverse thing and adding those into the map uh, and that type of stuff. So starting with the assumptions, there is crime. Crime is happening. The players are criminals doing crimes. <laughs> there's law enforcement because there's, you know, jail time that you can do. And there's stuff like that mechanically in the game. There are otherworldly powers. This doesn't have to be what the game makes them. The game makes them ghosts. Ghosts are cool, but they could be whatever. We could say, you know, there's, you know, Superman comes down and says, Hey, you can shoot lasers out of your eyes because I told you you could. There's decadence, which is, you know, there's lots of rich people who have things that the characters can take. <laughs> because I just want their loot. There's vices. There's things like gambling. There's things like drugs. Those things exist in the world because the reducing your stress and your, your stuff is established by inde- indulging in your vice. And that's how mechanically in the game it works. So there are those places and those things that exist. There's industry. Obviously, there's people out there doing things to make money. That isn't crime also. And then the other assumption is factions. There are a bunch of different groups that represent, you know, different areas and places and things in the in the world. So like the, uh, the police might have a district, you know. That is like, oh, the police are always over there. That's where they're at. You know, they're stationed on that place. All right. So for me, all right. So what we're going to start off with is things that we're like interested in having in this setting. Like things that you think, oh, that sounds cool. We should have that shit. Mm -hmm. So for me, I wrote this list of random things that I thought, man, I think I want those in there. Dirigibles. (laughs) Like those hot air balloon type-esque oh, things yeah. that are like zeppelins um something like that those seem cool airships is mm-hmm. what we'll, we'll basically call them <laughs> i was thinking radio because i think that'd be cool to utilize as a, like a tool in the game to like explain what happened in in past episodes at the yeah. beginning of the episode we use like a radio oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought that, that would be cool and then i thought also it's a fun tool for you to use in the game to like oh they're like super duper criminals and they did this and like everyone knows and they got a bunch of heat and like you can go to the radio and that's kind of like explaining what's going on in the story yeah and you can like go to the radio and like you know bribe them or talk to them and uh, get them to tell your side of the story to help you like reduce that heat and stuff and then also, in line with that, I was like, newspapers, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like a newspaper, you can mess with the newspaper and write bad stuff about your enemies in the newspaper. Uh, 
But then I was thinking, we got dirigibles, we got radio, so like railways make sense. Because yeah. that's like the timeline. And I was like, what about motion pictures? That'd be fun. And then I thought, what if somebody like uses that as like crime scene investigation? <laughs> like there's just a guy out there snapping 100,000 yeah. shots of you and then they make it into a motion picture. <laughs> Look at them robbing the bank in this film that I made. <laughs> like, Took me one whole camera to make <laughs> one this movie. whole camera. I can't even use this bad buddy anymore. It's 15 seconds worth of a clip in pictures. Uh, that's really all I got because I was like, I want fun things for them, for the players to utilize in the game. And then also things that I can use to tamper with stuff and mess with things yeah. as well. And I was thinking, these things seem like cool, reasonable things to have. Um, what do you think you want in this game? Hmm. I don't know, kind of, kind of going towards like uh, transportation, since we have a train, right, and a blimp in a way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Since since it's kind of like in like a in a way of uh, spirits or whatever, we're going to be having it around. I feel like if we get into some sort of transportation through that sense, like some interdimensional teleportation or something, oh. just to kind of take it off of the normal basis things you would see in a normal day. Okay. So like some portal shit. Yeah. Mm, that sounds spicy. All right. I like this. Write this in my notes. <laughs> uh, what else? What, what else do you got? Uh, realistically, as soon as you uh, brought it up, I was like, oh, walkie-talkies. We kind of got that covered with uh, radio yeah. uh, and newspapers and stuff. Yeah. I think uh, I think also, like, having the range to take those things and implement them in different ways also yeah. is a cool thing. Because um, there's uh, projects that you can work on in mm. the game. Is a mechanic. You set a project clock. That's how long it takes you to complete the project. So, like, yeah. if you wanted to say, oh, we had we have a radio, and uh, we want to break it down and make, like, earbuds so we can talk to each other via the earbud. Yeah. You know, you could do that, but it would be a project, and it would take you a amount of time to complete it. Uh, so I think that that's cool having access to the things yeah. so that you can do different shit with them. You just got to have a creative mind <clears throat> towards the things that are added. Yeah, um, that's the thing about, I think, Blades in the Dark that is going to be different than the other times we play the game. Games, rather. You have a character sheet and, like, stats and things that you're going to use to do stuff. But also, however creative and, like, imaginative you are is also very important to, like... Because, like, if you're not doing interesting things, then you're not getting interesting results, right? Yeah. Uh... So, uh, that'll be an important thing. Um, what else? Uh, I guess, uh, like in terms of like people, places, things, what, what else do you think could be in here in this town, city, map thing? <laughs> um, I guess different like <clears throat> zones. Like, so the different sections of area has like a way different version of uh, terrain. Okay. Like, say it would be like Say we go for, like, a fire, water, earth, you know, element type shit. Okay. Just just saying that as a basis of what I mean, like, just a different section means a different area yeah. of terrain. Okay. Okay. I can see that. 
like which would include like you have to wear specific stuff to be able to make it to this place or through this place oh man a volcano heist yeah that, that sounds crazy his base is deep in the base of a volcano. Oh, man. And you're going to have to repel your way down there and break in. <laughs> you have like six water bottles on your waistband. They're all boiling. At you. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, damn, damn, all my water. My water. I'm not hydrated anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, another thing that we can do... Um, as an aside, like a left turn, um, what type of like shows do you think we should think of when we're thinking of making this game, mm. playing this game? Like, what kind of stuff do you think we should use to inspire it? So, traditional Blaze in the Dark says like Peaky Blinders and like uh, Sherlock Holmes and that type of uh, like that feeling. Yeah. yeah. Uh. uh I don't know for for main basis of that. I don't really wouldn't wouldn't really go for a show. Me personally, I don't watch shows and movies often. Yeah. Um, but if I would implement it in like a game wise, it would have kind of like the strategy of Call of Duty okay. and the mental state of like let's say chess. Okay, all right, that seems fair. Uh, and you gotta be like strategical. You can't just rush into a certain space of enemies and just oh yeah i grab a grenade and blow everybody up yeah uh so speaking i guess from a, my understanding of the rules um there is a, a section before you go to do something mm -hmm. uh called the planning phase oh, okay. okay and you map out everything you're gonna do and then oh, so chess parts are already in yeah uh, and so you map everything out, how you're going to do it and what you're going to do. And then for the places that you sort of miss the mark on like what you're going to do, uh, there are flashbacks. Okay. Um, and flashbacks, you use them and you take stress, uh, which is like essentially there are two forms of damage. You get stress or you get harm. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and if you take too much of either one of them, then you're out. Yeah, I remember um, you explaining about the stress and how to de-stress with it. Yeah. Um, so, you, yeah, you use the flashback, you take stress, but then you can say, I bribed this guard, actually, prior to coming here. So. Oh, so you can just use the flashback as a whatever type yeah. of situation? Yeah, and so you have that, like, in my pre-planning, when we were thinking about planning this, like... I said, maybe I should go bribe this guard because yeah. if he turns the corner before we get here, then he's got us. But, okay, so then in that basis <clears throat> of uh, the flashbacks, would you be able to manipulate it in a way? Like, uh, so you went and bribed this person, but it didn't work out. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so if uh, so, you roll in the flashback, and if you fail the roll, then it didn't work out exactly how you planned it. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, how the game works with failure is not like you fail at doing what you're doing. There is a consequence okay. to what you did. So Instead, no matter what, you would be going in? or uh, so if you Yeah, so no matter what, you're going to succeed and you're going to get past that guard. But the guard might, you know, call other guards. Yeah. And, or he might, you know, or try to stab one of you. <laughs> yeah. And just like act like he's cool <clears throat> with it like you did bribe him but then like fake it yeah 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 um so uh 
speaking of factions, um, I made up a bunch of them on the fly the last time we attempted to do this. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the, the clown vultures, <laughs> they're, a, they're, a, they're a faction in this, in this game that we're going to play. And essentially what they do is they perform circus acts in like rich neighborhoods. I'm pretty sure did we I'm pretty sure we did buy them off, right? Yeah. With them. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to go all over that all over again. Um, but it won't be as complex or complicated because it'll be everyone knows what we're essentially our baseline is. Yeah. So we'll be able to go through it pretty quickly. Um, but uh, what else is there? Um, what about like scenery? What what are we what are we looking at? Are we looking at like I don't know film in the in the way of uh, how this is feeling? It it kind of does remind me of a bit of like Inception. Oh yeah. Because if if we're talking about how it's like spirit realm, yeah, it would it would it kind of makes me feel like a dream state type feeling so like things would be like disoriented like say there's you're in you're in one area but above you is floating france upside down oh yeah no that'd be cool all right that does seem yeah so like this disconjointed like weird space where it's like yeah so it has like its own kind of way of transportation where in real life a transportation for a subway system would be underground and sometimes come up on a bridge now this one like goes off rails and flies upside down to get to upside down France. Yeah, okay. Alright. That seems actually fairly interesting. Um, dang. So like instead of just having, so say we're looking at a 2D map, right? Yeah. Instead of having it, oh yeah, no, they're just right next to us. So we're here in Seattle, this is Tacoma, right? No. Tacoma's above you. Okay. And you would have to go there. Okay. Yeah. Then you have, like, airships and, like, that type of stuff. Uh, yeah. And then I could see that being, like, a uh, like a separation of, you know, class. Unfortunately, classism exists, but... Because, um, like, honestly, thinking about that part of uh, the volcano heist... Yeah. If I... I just pictured it just now thinking <clears throat> about it. Like a volcano pouring down from the top, right? Oh, yeah. And then an ice sculpture, and they're just connected right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, that could be cool. And then, yeah, you can, like, climb up the ice to get to the volcano. Yeah. It's like an upside-down zipline. What you would be doing is, like, a grappling hook to be able to get to the ice. But then uh, I feel like if we do have it like that, it would be so... The gravitation flip, right? Once you hit, like, a certain part, gravity flips so you can stick to this upper part, right? Yeah. That I feel like if that does happen, oh, I, could, I, I feel could, like stress would be a part of transportation. What if, uh... Alright, just, just, like, in a weird thought process here. Uh, what if it's two, like, separate planets, right? Okay. Where they're, like, side by side, and they're close enough that you can, like, touch them. Yeah. And they're spinning... And so, like, at any given point, wherever you are, could connect with another point because you have these two dials spinning. And once you enter the gravity of the other planet, right, you fall. Oh, you just, no choice but flip? Yeah. So, like, once you've hit the field of the other one, you're in their field and gravity pushes you down. Uh, And so you you can go up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think, hmm, 
I think that could actually work. And then you have like these two spinning dials also. So it's like also timing, like getting there. Like you have to be at the ice place, at the top of the ice place at the right time yeah. to fall in the volcano. Otherwise, you're going to fall into the other place okay, and then have yeah, to yeah, find yeah, your way back yeah. there. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think that could work. And then, yeah. And then you could have like two dynamically different things going on. Right? And I think you can represent like the the classism issue as like a separate an entire separate thing mm -hmm. because you have this whole other like place, right? Yeah. So we go there, we rob the rich people and then we bring it back to here where we're broke. Well you know what that that, that feels like such a sick ass concept of uh say the two planet thing, yeah. right? This planet to the right would be like the rich. Yeah. You know, live in luxury. And then this side's the poor. Yeah. No. That, yeah. Yeah. And then you know, the poor planet is just going over there. Like, we got to get what they have because we don't have nothing over here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think the concept works because you have the whole... Uh, the rich would never go over to the poor place because there's no yeah. reason for them to. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And then, like, law enforcement is, like, people trying to prevent them from coming over. Then we have this whole metaphor concept going unfortunately about uh, you know the process of coming from a poor place to a to a rich place yeah um, which is an interesting play you can make it so that like when you're doing this high <clears throat> stuff right and you go to the rich area you got to kind of blend in with the rich people yeah. so you got to kind of like dress sharp yeah for like a good reason to be able to blend in yeah and if you if you end up not being able to get this certain piece that shows that you're rich, quote unquote, part, uh, you would get caught. Okay. Law enforcement would be on you. Well, at least be watching you, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking like uh, instead of like an airship, right? Yeah. Thinking what if there's like shuttles, like that, like just shoot you to the other side. Oh yeah, like a gravity cannon. Yeah. It'll just blast you over there, mm -hmm. and then you gotta you know work out with that person to get there. Yeah. You know, like pay off that person and say, you know, hey, we're going to do this heist and we're going to get this amount of money and like bargain with that person to get yeah. to the other place. And a consequence if <clears throat> you fail to yeah. hit the heist. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then you could have obviously the natural like elements that can get you there, right? Like such as the ice sculpture volcano thing. Mm -hmm. That could be a... Um, also thinking about it, uh, I feel like a good thing to add would be like a bounty on our heads but yeah. you get such amount of fame in thievery and stuff yeah that you start growing a bounty more and more yeah uh, but that would be more on the amount of times you get caught right yeah that makes sense uh, and then that, that would that would kind of like force you to want to kind of team up with these other groups to be able or these other factions to be able to uh, go against these other factions trying to turn you in yeah that makes sense because uh, there's no there there has to be another way to you know force to spend our money yeah. and just then just be sitting there making tools. Yeah, we have to ha make it hard to make tools and stuff to be able to hit the next heist. Yeah. Uh, what else can there be? Um, I think there needs to be like a like a I don't know an important figure, if you will, for the for the rich side, like. Uh, 
and I don't know if that's like you know like whoever leads law enforcement or if that's like just whoever the richest person is but like you just got Bill Gates and uh, Elon Musk chilling at the top but like uh, part of your like danger in the rich side should also coincide with somebody who's like they're here stealing our riches and we want to get rid of them yeah and like whoever that is like your kingpin-esque person from like spider-man kingpin concept like oh i have a bunch of money and i hate you because you're doing you're doing things that are good for those people yeah uh, and so like something like that i think would be interesting to have so when you enter you know the rich side you also have that element of like this person wants to harm us as well. So you gotta be watching over your shoulder yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, like how Spider-Man's like, oh, I'm gonna save the day from the bank robber, and I stopped him, and then like a freaking robot comes and tries to kill him. He's yeah. like, who the hell's robot is this? You know, like that type of thing. Like uh, yeah. there's a another hand at play, I guess. Who doesn't really care about the money or like the heist or like He's the crimes? He's bad. just like. We want them to stop stealing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, mutually you can team up with other factions who they don't like as well. And then you have another in to go, like, maybe I can work with these people because he's got, like, this robot shit destroyed. Kind of like just set aside your differences for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so pretty much just adding bosses into yeah. what, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just have, like, other elements there. Uh, <clears throat> um, shit. We're only at twenty-five minutes. Dang. Um, what is uh, what is other stuff that, that could be good in this thing? Um, hmm. I guess uh, what I was thinking is like, uh, we could probably. Like, use, you know, some of the history of the place. Like, at some point, someone invented that cannon thing to shoot you to the other side, right? Yeah. Um, so, I think that would be interesting to explore, like, who those people are. So, pretty much, like, be creating a <clears throat> timeline for yeah. explanation on things. Yeah. And, okay. uh, and why is, like, I guess, why is the... Why is the one place poor and the other place rich? And like, yeah. how did that occur? And I think like... Uh, See that part right there? I think that would go good with the thing you added, the radio. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, whenever you're in the poor area, it's always explaining like, oh, okay, we hate these rich people. Why do they get all this and we get pretty much nothing? You know, something yeah. like that. But then you get into the rich side of the area. It's like a, they're explaining how there's this new thing coming out and... Yeah. You know how they're they're not worried about life problems. Yeah. But the poor is. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh Yeah. So I'm thinking like obviously time and again, um the biggest problem is access to resources. Yeah. Uh and I'm thinking perhaps this is just me going off the rails here. Um I'm thinking what if the person who created the canon thing, right? That person uh, they were like, oh, we have this crazy resource that does all this cool stuff, right? Yeah. And, and we, and we ended up wanting to get and hands they were, on it. And they were like, we have that, 
and everyone else wants it so they create this cannon thing to shoot themselves to the other planet mm -hmm. and they take all of that resource with them so like we don't know that it's on the poor planet it was on the poor planet now it's on oh, the rich okay. planet and, and that's they, what made us poor. and that's what makes this planet poor because it doesn't have the resource that yeah. builds its like you know yeah see when i'm when i'm thinking back on like scenery <clears throat> type stuff yeah i have this feeling of like a the poor place is kind of like a 1970s 1980s london oh. with the rich kind of looking more like a what well, everybody has the concept of the future of like let's say 80 95 mm -hmm. you know where it's like floating cars and gold and silver buildings yeah no i think i think that's hella cool and i think also there's fun like space to play with like random advancements in technology mm -hmm. like oh shit they got a laser cannon over here yeah like you where the hell no one ever seen a laser cannon like you go back you know to the poor side and like they're trying to figure out flintlock pistols <laughs> uh, I, I, I have a feeling that like uh, later on as in the game uh, at some point this other realm that we the spirits and stuff that we've been yeah. fighting this whole time uh, end up the poor or not the poor the rich getting under attack but not noticing right and ends up destroying the whole <coughs> the whole world right? okay. and making them the poor making them want to come back to this world because it's getting overran okay that seems cool because it'll be a whole bunch of uh, poor is battling with, with themselves while battling with the rich and then at the end they ended up okay we need to settle our shit and we need to fight these people yeah well that makes sense um I also like the concept of like possibly having the poor fighting, you know, to survive, going to the rich and doing all that stuff. And that the ghost and like that whole ghost issue and concept is actually angry poor people that died in their attempt to, yeah. you know, maintain the rich thing. And that's why the rich are being attacked by the spirits is they're like the angry people from the poor planet manifest in these spirit forms. Yeah. Um, or like, you know. We could even throw like demons in here and like you can make bargains with demons to do more shit and because there's a mechanic in the game called devil's bargain mm -hmm. um and essentially you get to roll an extra dice when you take a devil's bargain okay. but whoever you make the bargain with decides the terms of that yeah and so i think that's a cool like you can make a bargain with a demon see now now, going back to kind of like what I was saying and now with what you're saying with the demons, um, I feel like just the thought of the rich getting overran by demons and spirits and shit, right? Yeah. Kind of like the uh, the rapture. Okay. In a way. Uh, just nobody gets sucked up to heaven. It's yeah. just all hell. Yeah. And then, yeah, you, then you can have like this cool like dystopian concept going also. Uh after that occurs you can have this whole cool like dystopian like we're picking up relics and things from this place that was destroyed right so like oh we're traveling over there and there's like fucking demons and devils and shit but the motherfucking rich dude had bricks of gold yeah and like so we we can go get those bricks of gold <laughs> and so you have like more like more stuff to do as it goes right yeah um and so 
like the whole narrative of the world progressing can carry over like all the way through. Um, I think we don't start until after the people left with the stuff in the canyons, mm-hmm. right? We start with the poor and the rich side, and then we can progress that into, you know, being there's the poor, the rich, and then there's the ghosts, and now the ghosts are overtaking the rich. Now the rich are gone, destroyed, and that world is like ghost world. Yeah. Um, and then you have the poor and the rich that escaped, you mm-hmm. know. And so, uh, and then you can charter back and forth between the ghost world and the regular world and trying to find like relics and things from the past over there. And so you still have like these sort of heists. They're more like adventures at this point. Yeah. Um, whereas before when you're talking in terms of the rich, it's like, it's a heist. We're planning shit. Whereas this is more like a, we're going over there and we're going to get that. And I don't know what's there because there's no way to tell. Yeah. So it's just going to be kind of like a ruined area. Yeah. And, uh, I think then you can take those pieces and parts and build up the world that is on this side, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's kind of cool too, as maybe even like a separate game, right? Yeah. Like we could run the game as the poor side, rich side, and then end it with the, oh, cataclysmic, the ghost took over the rich. Yeah, and then right? just turn into a whole new game. And then just play a whole new game. But in the same story. Like. But in the same place. Yeah. It's like... Now we start over here, we jump over there, and, uh, you know, we could play Blades in the Dark again, or we could play a whole other RPG mm-hmm. if we wanted to. Um, and I think that's cool because it has, like, these narrative connectors that you can mess with, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the same thing. Like, you could be a whole other group who doesn't know anything about the other people. Yeah. You're like, wow, we're on this poor planet, and we want to get shit from over there because we ain't got nothing. So you gotta travel into Ghost World and get the fucking get the shit with Danny Phantom. I mean Danny Phantom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think that's cool. Um, I think uh, yeah, I think I think another th- element that would be interesting is like the uh, concept of the the whole devil's bargain thing which uh we can explain to everyone at the beginning of the game is when you make the devil's bargain uh you are inviting like this portion of a thing and if you do it enough times then your spirit comes back when you die mm-hmm. as one of the angry spirits like and that's okay. that's yeah. how they that's how it occurs mm-hmm. is these poor people doing everything they can in their power to get like what they need yeah and so by continually taking these bargains with devils, their spirit gets twined with like this anger against the rich. Yeah. Um, and so, so when that's they, what would cause the anger yeah, and that's the rich. What, yeah, and that's why the ghosts go and kill the rich and that whole concept. And so as the characters, when you're doing that, you're taking that risk yeah. also. Uh, and I think that's a cool, cool thing that like you can have in there. So like if uh, if at the end of our like story arc, right? we have a character die or like had enough devil's bargains to equate to the same concept Mm -hmm. then when we flash forward into the whole next thing where there's the poor world ghost world they can be a ghost in the ghost world that you can meet later on and like communicate with that's like on 
good side or would they be bad side? I don't necessarily feel like the ghosts are good or bad. I feel like they're they represent like the concept of like being mad at poverty. So just revenge, you know? Yeah, um, and not necessarily like they want to destroy everyone, but more like they want the people who are actively utilizing their resources to yeah, harm so other like people. Righteous type people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think like that would be cool to like incorporate later if like one of you dies or if uh, you know one of you gets enough things then when you skip into the future you can say hey we meet we meet the ghost of you know the past character from the other game yeah because they're here because they've made enough bargains that their anger has entwined them to this place and I think that's a cool thing uh, that creates like the the connector there uh what fucking else is um i was thinking cars (laughs) in the rich world uh like but not like regular cars (laughs) kind of like hovering cars or something yeah yeah i I don't know if like huh like i don't even think i think like maybe it's like a capsule type thing right and Mm -hmm. like no one goes like outside and walks around so it's all just flying cars and transportation. So, like, there. you just jump in the little capsule, and it sort of just poofs into wherever you're going. And, like, there's no, like, like drive. You don't drive there. It just yeah. appears in the other place. So, like, a quick teleportation. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. But it's, like, taking that whole section. Kind of like, yeah. kind of like if, uh, and, kind of like an escape pod. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, I think it interestingly mirrors the whole ghost world portal concept mm-hmm. right because then you have like the the poor people have these like weird fucking weird portal things and they're like here's our cream crisp you know like well, fucking i sit in my comfortable chair and appear at the yeah. other place see know that 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 kind of thinking about it ties yeah. with uh another reason on why the spirits and devils were pissed at yeah. the rich we can say like you know they they tore through the interdimensional time to get through uh teleportation by going through the spirits and demons and shit oh yeah no and so they're 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 too bored on their planet to utilize that instead of to uh and just utilizing their area Hmm. so then that's what made them want to come out and like okay we're finally done with this yeah that makes sense uh yeah um, and then I think the, uh, I think another idea is like, uh, the, I think the ghost world can function as, uh, like a reflection of both of the worlds, right? Mm-hmm. So like the rich side, uh, ghost world, like if you stumble upon that, the ghost world over there, um, is more like demons and like devils like the higher power and like yeah like bargaining and like like that type of stuff when you encounter them on that side and then when you encounter them on the poor side they're like ghosts and spirits of the lost souls yeah yeah i think so then you have that like mere reflection and i think also you have the concept of the overlap right yeah and so then uh when it starts to overlap is how you end up with the rich side getting destroyed mm-hmm. um, because now the angry spirits are crossing that side because they've made the deals with the devils to be over there and yeah. so you have that uh, I think 
think that all works. So realistically, in all this, there's no <clears throat> such thing as heaven. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's solid, honestly. Um, and then the next time we'll go over like the crew and your characters and you know what type of stuff they do and that type of stuff and everyone will contribute to that um i think that wraps up the episode um thanks for coming to a whole nother episode of that's dicey i'm andrew and i'm z